So a lot of injuries happen because of exposure to um, toxins or to heavy machinery like you were talking about or electricity or high heat like I was talking about with uh, mangles. Um, And and if that stuff is not sufficiently guarded, if people aren't sufficiently trained. Also, a lot of injuries happen because people are tired. Um, So the pace of work, the duration of work tends to be an issue. A lot of injuries happen around shift changes when there's some disorganization at the workplace. Um, and a lot of injuries tend to happen because management is writing workers. Like there, um, a lot of the kid, the, the mangled yep. cases I looked at, you know, the women were like often talking about the supervisor was like, you know, get this done fast because t- time is money in a, in a workplace. And so mitigating all those things, um, and there can help, and there's lots of ways to do that. Um, greater job security would help because, you know, the reason why we follow orders from our bosses is because we need a paycheck. So the more financial need you're under, the more the kind of threat of workplace discipline hangs heavily. So, and I think there's a lot of different ways to mitigate that, but you know, the, the main interest in the book is sort of saying like, you know, I'm I'm for mitigation, but fundamentally like just sort of pointing out all of these things are just atrocious. Yep. Yeah. And and attributable to, and attributable to, to the capitalist mode of production and the, and the market dependency and market logic, right? That, that, that really creates the path dependency that guarantees it might not be you, it might not be me, but somebody's going to get killed. Somebody's going to get harmed because that's what's required in the system, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, so until you change that, you, you're just, you know, you're, you're moving the, the kind of uh, chairs on the Titanic or, or whatever the, <laughs> you know, the phrase is, right? <laughs> Which, you know, if you're on the, if you're on the Titanic, you sure shit want to get sure, in the sure, That matters. Yeah. That, that matters. Yeah. Yeah. But I think like part of the point of the book is to be like, we want, of course, we want the most short term survivable economy. However, let's also just call attention to we're in a world where like, how survivable is the economy feels like a sane question. And so like, um, I, I mentioned earlier, like about uh, for in the, in the 21st century, it's right around 5,000 people a year die in kind of documented workplace deaths in the U S. Um, I recently had a glance, can't remember why, but I happened to randomly glance at something from France. And it seems like the fatality rate is, is half what it is in France. Um, the U, the, it seems like fatality rate is, is like twice as high in the U.S. compared to France, which I think yeah. is interesting. But um, I've I've sort of said that for a while as a kind of like, hey, this isn't just ancient history. This you know stuff like this still happens kind of gesture. And to my tremendous surprise, um, I sometimes get people who are like, oh well, five thousand people is not a lot of people, um, relative oh. to you know there's three hundred and thirty million <laughs> Americans. And, and, and it took me a while. We got plenty to go around. It would take a long time to kill 330 million at 5,000 apiece. And Jesus, I, I can, crap. I can, I can guess, I can guess what that person's opinion of the pandemic losses are, right? Like that's, <laughs> I, I have started to figure out, you know, I'm pretty sure now whenever I get that gets said, um, and that's just one of those like real, like what the fuck moments where it's just like, I don't know. I don't know how to respond to you, but I know I want how to do respond, you respond to that loudly. Like that's all I can say. My impression is that everybody who said that to me is from a middle class background and does not. They think of that number, and I'm not a philosopher. Like I gesture at it in the in the book, but some of this feels above my pay grade. But like my sense is that like there's like how many. <laughs> There's like a sense of proximity or distance is, is part of the issue. So like, yeah, 
five thousand of them over there is very right. different than like five thousand of us. That's literally yeah. that's literally what they said in Michigan, I believe, in the, the state legislature when they were talking about COVID protections. And they're like, well, if you don't count the meatpacking workers, then there's not that many deaths and the, the rate isn't that bad. Like if you pretend these people aren't human <laughs> and don't include them, and that's that's the kind of logic that's happening a lot. And, and so maybe this is a good time to shift to like how your scholarship has informed your experience of an analysis of, you know, maybe the biopolitical governance during the pandemic. You know, what, what, what have you uh, – is it what you thought would happen? How have you been experiencing this kind of clusterfuck in this country? <laughs> Mostly ang angrily and sadly. I mean, I don't know. It's, um, I'm, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whine for a minute. I'm aware that I'm not the victim, right? Like The pandemic is yeah. awful. I'm coming through it okay. But you have, you have empathy and sympathy. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, you're well, you're like anyone. You're not the worst victim, but you are a victim, like all of us. I mean, you have kids, right? I do. I think I, I can hear them. Yes, that, and you're a comrade. We can we can tell from stealing the stationery to reading the book. We can tell you're a comrade, and so <laughs> you, 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 so as as a comrade, feel free to rant. The floor so, is yours okay. to rant. Well, well, thank you. Well, you know, I, if, if some of it was like this kind of not like nightmare out of like a Kafka story or something, where like I feel like I woke up, I feel like I fell asleep reading my own book and woke up inside it because like I finished the book, <laughs> I finished the book. I don't remember when the book came out May of 2020. So like three months, two, three months after kind of lockdowns were starting. But like I finished it a while before that. And so like I finished it being like I am as an individual preoccupied by mass death. And I wish anyone else was was paying attention to it. And now it's all over the world and like very front and center. But it's like not clearly not better. And so to, so I, I like the book. I am glad I wrote it. But I have these moments of being like, boy, having spent a decade preoccupied with mass death before the pandemic was, I'm, you know, I'm tired. That's the end of the preview, folks. If you want to hear the whole episode, you can go to patreon.com slash left anchor. Thanks for listening.